it's a process and you have to trust the process, especially when you care about the results that your clients get, you know, just throwing something together or just throwing together. It's like, you really have to get started with what you have. And then you slowly incrementally continue to make improvements for your curriculum and your program as you go. Being just being flexible and open enough to realize, okay, Mia, it's time to make another change or it's time to make another shift and being open to that. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Welcome to another episode of Scale Your Course. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and I can't wait to introduce you to my next guest. I'm interviewing Nia Hines and Nia is a done-for-you service provider who is currently transitioning to a group program model. She helps other creative done-for-you service providers serve more clients without overwhelm so they can increase their business revenue without negatively interfering with their 9-to-5 job. So knowing that I am a 9-to-5-er myself, I was really intrigued with the work that Nia was doing. So when Nia and I connected, she explained to me that she is on a professional path that reflects her entrepreneurial drive and passion for merging analytical and creative strengths. Her strength really, though, is in helping others improve their business processes so they can grow their business revenue. And she becomes the secret sauce to transforming their company from a side hustle to a thriving business. She believes that living in purpose empowers our community and she's committed to helping others position themselves for prosperity, longevity, freedom, and success through entrepreneurship. Nia and I only just recently met in the online space, but I've been watching a lot of what she's been doing and I can tell you that she shows up with so much spunk and energy that you've just, you've got to go and follow her on Instagram. She's colorful, she's bubbly, she's bright, and man, the advice that she gives is bang on. In this episode, Nia and I talk about our work together. Nia did approach me about assisting her with her curriculum, the same curriculum that she's already been using with her one-to-one clients, and was a bit worried that she wasn't going to be able to transition that curriculum successfully into a group model. Results matter for Nia, which speaks a lot about who she is and what she's all about. And she really wanted to have some expert eyes and advice on whether she needed to make any changes before she launched her first round. So Nia and I talk about our working together and what that was like for her, what that was like for me, our aha moments, and where we landed when all was said and done. So if you're somebody who's wondering about hiring someone like me, this will give you a little bit of an insider scoop on what that can look like and what can come out of the working relationship. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Welcome, Nia, to Scale Your Course. I am thrilled to have you joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. 
the two of us have recently met in the online space. When I say recently, probably over the last two or three months, maybe four months. But I got to tell you, you are knocking it out of the park. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love just coming back and seeing what you're talking about and who you're talking to. But I would love for you to share with us a little bit about, you know, what you do and who you serve. And we're going to get to talking about your program and how you coach your clients. Because I've had a little bit of an inside glimmer and I really was impressed with just sort of how you came and showed up. And so that's why you're sitting across from me today. So tell your story. I have been an uh, entrepreneur <laughs> since I can remember, but um, I've been a done-for-you service provider for nearly 20 years now. And so now I serve, um, I still have my own business, but I also coach uh, done-for-you service providers that are looking to serve more clients, but they're also trying to really juggle their full-time job and they're kind of in this place where they want to serve more clients. They want to really grow their revenue, but they're, but they're trying to balance that with their full-time job. And of course, we know the word balance isn't even real, <laughs> but I do try my best to teach them um, strategies and frameworks that will help them manage that better, um, help them better understand how to manage their time and allow their revenue to really grow, you know, while they still have their full-time job. So, um, I, and I literally, I've been in full-time entrepreneurship now for going on three years in a few weeks. And, um, when I had my full-time job, that was always a goal of mine was to get out of my job, but I could never figure out the right, um, structure and the right framework to really get my revenue where it needed to be so that I could be comfortable with making that transition. So that's what I um, not all of my clients have that desire to leave their full-time job. At least, you know, some have it. Um, some have to see their business actually perform first before they can make that connection. But ultimately, I'm trying to help people really feel that prosperity and really grow their businesses while they have a full-time job. That's awesome. I mean, I really resonate with everything that you're talking about, all those different stages of thinking that you go through when you're in a nine to five and you're considering whether this big leap is going to be for you or not. And I know I've side hustled all my life and I've worked as, as well. So well, obviously that's why it's a side hustle, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I know there were lots of times where my mindset was, this is just to kind of have extra income. Exactly. And then there is a time when you're like, if you start to get a little bit of traction where you're like, Hey, this is actually, this is actually, going I actually to like work it. For right. Me, right. Like exactly. I could actually see myself doing this more often, like more permanently. However, there's still that fear that's there. of exactly. Can I actually make it work? And what if this is just for this month or this year, and then it all dries up and how much work is it going to be? And it just feels like so much. But I moved from myself looking at it as a side hustle to all what the possibilities are. But you're right. There's this leap that you need to be willing to take in order okay. to, to actually make that transition. Exactly. Exactly. And I, and I know a lot of times there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the business first. And so I, that's the part I really focus on to really help my clients. It's because 
providing a service is so unique. It's not quite like, you know, being a product-based or e-commerce business. You can have a set shipping day. You can have a, you know, it's, it's a different thing when you have to actually show up to serve your clients in a, in a you know, in a capacity. Um, and so it requires a different business model and a structure for your business to be able to serve more clients um, because it requires so much of you. So that's the part that I really love helping people navigate that and, and make that work for their business so that they can really start to see the revenue coming in. Yes. Yeah. And I know that feeling of needing it to be more consistent and yeah. So I really resonate with your, with your current audience at the moment. So when we met, I think you reached out to me in an Instagram DM and, you know, just sort of started asking questions about services related to curriculum design. And so what was really interesting about you is you already had a curriculum you were using with your one-on-one coaching clients and you were looking at moving that into a group. So we just started talking and we got on a call and, you know, we did a little bit of work together and there's just been some really great synergy. But one of the things that I noticed most about you is just your commitment to your clients. So before we get into that a little bit more, let's, let's take a step back and just talk a little bit about the services that you provide. How do you serve your clients? Yes. So um, my program is a six month uh, curriculum based coaching program, uh, group program specifically for service based done for you service providers that are also juggling a full time job. And um, we start off First thing we do, we start off with mindset work to really get the mind because you can learn all the strategies and all the frameworks and all the methods, but if your mindset is not aligned and not where it needs to be, you won't really go anywhere with that. So that's the first thing we do. And then we focus on three different areas. We start off with the foundation of their business and making sure they're clear on who they serve and who their audience is and really getting clear on who they actually want to serve. Because a lot of times as service providers, we find ourselves because we can, you know, do a lot of different things. And a lot of service providers were creatives, right? And so you find yourself being stretched like an octopus in all different directions because people are coming to you like, well, can you do this? And can you do this? And it's like, yeah, I can. And so you don't want to turn anybody away. You may be dealing with money mindset issues. You don't want to lose the money. And so you find yourself just taking on all these clients and all these tasks and it's not really aligned with what you really want to do. So that's the first thing we, we um, get that foundation laid out. Then we start to focus on how to actually, the second level is fun. So we start to focus on how to actually grow your revenue, what, you know, your marketing and your sales and properly pricing your services. That's another huge problem that service providers have because a lot of times we're providing services that we can do in our sleep, right? It's things that we enjoy. It's things that come very natural to us. And so it's things that we would probably do for free, right? And so then you find yourself um, more so building a ministry <laughs> because your prices <laughs> are not really aligned with you actually, you know, growing a thriving revenue generating business. So 
that's the second piece. And then the last piece is, is the flourish phase where we focus on how do you continue to have your business flourish? How do you do continuously improve? How do you get feedback from your clients and all of that? So, um, and that's a, um, a six month program. I've, I've coached a lot of clients. I had a, I had it a short duration. I started off at 40 days and I realized, okay, I'm cramming too much. And then I went to three months. Um, but now that six month spot I found is a very sweet spot because it allows my clients time to actually execute and implement the curriculum and I can help them along the way um, versus them just like drinking from a water hose and then having to go off and implement and they're already done with the program. So I found that six months spot to be really good. Yeah, that's a really good point. How long did it take you to experiment with that? Did you just naturally just like you said, just go from that 40 days to, you know, uh, three months to six months, or did it take you a, a few tries at 40 days and a few tries at three months before you landed at six? Exactly. That's exactly. It took me a few tries at the 40 days. I've worked with a few, um, and I've been working in one-on-one containers for over a year, almost two years. Um, and yeah, starting off and I realized, oh, that's a little too short. And then coach some more clients at the three month mark. And then, yep. So it's been a gradual process. And I think that's the biggest thing I'm learning from coaching is like, it's a process and you have to trust the process, especially when you care about the results that your clients get, you know, just throwing something together or just throwing together. It's like, you really have to get started with what you have. And then you slowly incrementally continue to make improvements for your curriculum and your program as you go. Being just being flexible and open enough to realize okay, Mia, it's time to make another change or it's time to make another shift. And being open to that has been huge in coaching for me. Yeah. So having no, knowing that you've worked through that process already, a lot of that refinement and, you know, that iterative process that I talk about a lot on this podcast, that is a necessary evil, right? Like we, we're always got to be, it's a continuous improvement cycle that we have to be on when we're creating courses or group programs that are curriculum based. What was it that made you kind of reach out for a little bit more support from somebody who maybe like me, who has that sort of um, design background specifically in curriculum? Yes. Yeah, so for me, um, when I was making that transition from one-on-one to group, um, and I'm sure other coaches can relate, you get a little nervous. It's like, okay, can I do this, right? Because you are so attached to your client's results and you know in the one-on-one container that you can deliver those results. And then when you start to consider the group container, um, it can become intimidating because now you may have, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 people in the room, right? And, And is your curriculum strong enough to still ensure that you can deliver that same level of results? And so- um, I really, and I was so glad to connect with you. You have been such a blessing to me um, to just help me with that thought process and making sure that how I'm delivering it, like this is great content, this is great curriculum, but maybe let's change how it's being delivered. You know, those types of adjustments has been, it's been huge in helping ensure that I can still deliver results even in a group container. So that, that was major for me. Yeah. It was such a great call that we had. I mean, we, we had done some other work together 
um, building out your member vault, which turned out really fantastically. Like, I mean, it's easy to like when you've got really great photos, you're very photogenic, you showed up, you got great branding colors, all that made it easy. But we had done a little bit of work together, but you know, when we sat down to actually really look at your curriculum for your program, you came so prepared, you had your documents and I didn't really know what to expect. I had done a few of these calls before, but a lot of what I've been doing is helping people sort of build from the ground up. So having you come for a call and, and just sort of say, I'd like you to go over it with me and see, you know, if there's some things that you see and I have some specific questions about concerns that I have that I'd love your feedback on. And I think we talked for a good three and a half hours and it just rolled like, You came with all the right questions. I, you know, was able to give you some insight into the, how an instructional designer would look at this and what some of the possibilities were. And I got off of that call feeling really energized myself because, you know, I realized in that moment just how much I could offer back to you as someone who I really didn't know a lot about what you were teaching, but it was just eye-opening for me. So I think what struck me about that conversation was one, how organized you were, how deeply you already understood your curriculum because you had taught it one-on-one or coached through it one-on-one. And you could easily see where there were going to potentially be some roadblocks. So we were able to be really focused and move through that process. I'd love to hear what was that process like for you? Because I'm speaking from my perspective, but what was that process like for you? Same, very similar. I, I left, I left our session so excited. Like I, it's like I came into the session, like you said, organized and prepared from as far as understanding my curriculum, but feeling lost um, and not sure if it would be suffice to transition to the group. Um, container. And so after our session and going through my modules and discussing different ways to present the information, it was just like, um, I don't know, it's like you said, you just left feeling refreshed. And that's exactly how I felt. And not just, and not just refreshed, but I left with confidence knowing that I, I, at least what I had was a, you know, a solid start, but then also understanding different ways to tweak the curriculum and how I present it um, to really make it more impactful and powerful in a group container. Like it was just amazing. And it was, it, you taught me so many things that I didn't even, things I didn't even consider. It was like, Oh my gosh, it's such a great idea. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I had so many aha moments and just so many ideas that because you are a, you know, um, curriculum designer and having that level of knowledge. And it's like, I have the information, but you have the knowledge on how it should be presented. It was just a perfect like match in that moment. And I, I like literally, I literally left and I think we did it like on a Saturday. So it was like, yeah. Okay. It was like, it was almost like after that, it was like, okay, well, let me enjoy my Saturday. I'm feeling good. You know, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that because, you know, like I said, it's easy for me to to know how I felt and we did have conversation after so, you know, I had a really good feeling that, you know, from things that you'd said that you you felt that the call was really valuable. 
I think one of the things that really just stood out to me was the importance of you being a service provider who had really documented your process, who had really taken the time to understand that what you do was a process, had a framework and had already thought about, you know, how best to present it from your perspective. And I just layered and sprinkled in some extra wins for you, right? Some different ways to help people uh, stay accountable, I think was one of one of the things that we worked on a lot. How to know if they're making progress, how to really measure their results, how they can measure their results so that you can really conscientiously make sure people when they're in your program are making uh, progress and getting that win that they're looking for, that transformation. So it was really powerful for me to have someone with your energy on the other end of the Zoom who (laughs) could see and understand the value and importance. And it's not to say that other people don't. I just think that until you have this experience of this synergy between subject matter expert and designer, it's like bringing the best of two things together, right? To create something even bigger and better. And while it hadn't been executed yet, it just changed things enough that gave it more power, more, more, um, I think you left with a little bit more confidence too in, in what you were able to present and how you were going to present it. Yep, absolutely. So have you had a chance to test out any of the, the new way of doing things or the tweaks that we made? Yes. So actually, um, enrollment is now open. So we are moving forward with the group container, um, having those check-ins with clients, making sure that they understand how to, like you said, measure their progress. But then I'm also helping them along the way um, to ensure that their progress is measured. And then what was nice is I had some one-on-one clients that actually decided to continue with my coaching services. So this is going to be really nice because now I can take all everything that they've learned and they can help me figure out what are some of the roadblocks and issues that they're dealing with now that they've implemented everything and now that they've executed everything. And that can really help me as well as I start to think about maybe what's next or if I want to have another level program that people can graduate to. So I'm, I'm so excited because it's almost like um, one that they were willing and and excited to continue their coaching with me um but it's also going to help me it's it's going to like like we just kind of talked about a win win on both sides because it's helping them but it's also such a blessing to me because it allows me to continuously improve and and constantly know what they're dealing with and what the issues they're having so I can go back and put that back in my curriculum to help others so I'm I'm so excited That's great. I think you really made a good point there too, because what you're saying is you've helped them solve one problem. They're willing to continue learning with you because you showed up for them. They, you know, got what they were looking for and they, they want to continue working with you. And that next level program that you just talked about that you could have can solve their next level problem. Right. And you won't even really know for sure what their next level problem is until they tell you. And so this is great because now you've got those at the beginning of the journey and those that are a little bit further along to really give you, I would say more of a 360 view of your, 
of your process and what they need. So getting their feedback is, is going to be so beneficial to you. 100%. So as a, someone who's transitioning from, has started the transition from one-to-one to group, what is it that you wish you knew then that you now know it doesn't necessarily have to be related to curriculum, but just your experience of, of this. Is there anything that's really surprised you about the process that you weren't prepared for or didn't really see coming? Yes. Um, that's a good question. I think, I think for me, honestly, realizing it has, yes, I'm like, I'm literally marinating on that question. That's such a good question. I think looking back, realizing how we are all like living this same human experience and how so many times we get so frustrated and so um, maybe full of anxiety or anxious about something um, in our business and we don't really aren't able to kind of take ourselves out of that and realize like there's like a hundred million other people (laughs) that have dealt with what you're dealing with. Um, and I, but I love the, um, the ability to help encourage people to show up and be vulnerable in those moments and share those moments. Because I feel like as a coach, it's like, the more vulnerable someone is and the more they open up about what they're feeling and what they're experiencing, um, the, the better I can coach them. And so I, so to answer your question, like looking back and, you know, looking to now and what I think what I've really learned. And one thing I I'm really trying to focus on is making sure I create an environment or a community or space where people can be vulnerable and they can hear me say, well, girl, I had that same problem or, <laughs> you know, I was just dealing with that last week. And it just changes um, people's spirits and their ability to, to be okay with what they're going through and not just feel like they're on an island. So I would say, like, just creating a space and a community. And that's kind of what I'm focused on now. Like, I uh, just started a private Facebook group, but I'm just realizing, like, how important community is and and that's also why I'm excited about the group container because it gives people a different you get to hear other people's issues and you get to hear other people's problems and it can remind you like okay I'm not by myself and it just helps drastically um entrepreneurship is no joke some days so um I'm just really excited and I I don't think I realized how important um, community was until I started to, you know, in those one-on-one containers. And I realized like this client is having the same issue as my other client. And if I could just put them in the same room. So, um, I would say that's, that's been very big for me. Yeah. What comes up for me there is you're talking about creating something that provides a level of safety that people feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and also a place for them to learn from one another. And so there's that engagement piece and, and in the instructional design world, we call that social learning, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but you know, it, there's, there's definitely benefits to the group program model when you are involving a community support, whether, and, and, and one of the great things too, is some people are really quite worried that 
creating a community is going to be very busy for them. It's going to be a lot of work. But if you create the right kind of community environment, much as like you said, having the safety and that sense of belonging, I think is the other theme that I heard you talking about. This idea that I fit in here, that there's other people like me, they will help support one another. And you can certainly need to be active and present, but you don't need to be doing all of the heavy lifting, especially once you are able to populate your community with what a lot of people refer to as your ambassadors, people who, you know, those, those, those ladies that, um, that you've worked through already with your one-to-one coaching being in that community that are going to be just that much further ahead are going to be able to offer back their own experiences and support the newbies, right? Exactly. Exactly. Definitely benefits there. And I think creating communities where you can encourage people to post and comment back to others. I've, I've been in communities where it feels very expert driven, where it's really just all about me. And, you know, I, you know, don't really want other people giving you advice because they might lead you down the wrong path. And rather than creating this culture of engagement and support and know that, if I'm in a community and I'm not getting the feedback from the coach, I, I know that there's an element of, I don't want to say risk, but I'll say risk. There's an element of my understanding that this is not the expert. This is someone's opinion. This is based on their personal experiences. It may not be my experiences, but it's still valuable to have that connection and that conversation. And it usually helps helps me think of other questions that I have and you know, just really reflect back. So there's, I'm sure you're, you're going to create this type of community because you are a social being and I, you know, having conversations with you, but so I'm, I'm kind of um, teaching the converted here in this kind of conversation, (laughs) but I think just what you said about the value of it is so important. I do have another episode on community that Joanna Novello, I interviewed her. I can't remember the number of the interview right now, but I'll post it below as well because she really talks about the magic of community. And so I encourage you to, if you haven't listened to that one, um, yeah, I encourage you to listen to it. She talks a lot about how to keep people energized, how to get people engaged and what it really takes to create one of those communities And so, yeah, she doesn't skirt around the issue that it does take some effort and, but you know, it, the rewards are priceless, right? Of what can can contribute back to your own program and what the experienced people will remember that they'll tell their friends about, right? So and it reminds me of this quote, my grandmother used to always say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. But uh, that's what you get out of community, right? There's more than one way. Like you said, you may get a, a, a suggestion or a recommendation from someone else in the group that may not be your group, your coach's answer. But hey, you might get five or six different suggestions or recommendations. And now it's up to you to kind of take those and figure out what works best for you and what you're most aligned with. And then go back and report to us or share with us, you know, what you chose and, and why you chose it, right? Because somebody else, promise you we'll have that same problem at some point. So. Sure. Sure. So what are you most excited about coming up in this, um, next quarter? Oh, yes. I would say, um, just really getting 
through one full six month cohort um, is going to be really exciting. And just the live instruction and learning and the questions and the, um, the aha moments. Um, and then also the continuing coaching work that I'm doing with my clients that have transitioned over from one-on-one into the group container um, and just being able to help them because now it's like, yeah, you want to stay with me? Okay. <laughs> Time for the next level. So um, I think, I think just mastering or really getting my, um, group curriculum and getting that cohort through, and then also making sure I'm, I'm feeding back all that feedback and all those things I may need to adjust back into my curriculum. Um, so that, I mean, ultimately my end goal at some point, I would love to have, um, you know, have a ROI that's attached to your revenue growth, um, where I can like say like, Hey, I promise you, <laughs> you work with me, you know, I can help you increase your revenue by X percentage. And so, um, but clients continuing to work with me will allow me to, to be able to have that data and collect that data to be able to do that. So I'm just so excited to just kind of continue to grow and trust the process um, and get through a cohort. I'm, I'm very excited. Well, I'm excited for you and I'll be on the sidelines watching you, cheering you on. And, you. you know, um, like I said, don't ever lose that, that, um, approach that you have of always putting your clients first and you really are coming from a space of integrity, even just now sort of saying like, I don't want to promise something that I can't guarantee that I can deliver, but I know that that's what I'm working towards. And when I get there, then I'm going to be telling everybody about it. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, no, I love yeah. it. I love it. Why don't you tell us where you would like people to find you? Yes, I would love for them to follow me on Instagram. My handle is I am Nia Hines, N as in Nancy. Um, and um, I also have a private Facebook group community um, called Become a Full-Time Boss Community. So definitely uh, join that community. It's new, it's fresh. Um, not many members yet, but we're just getting started, but I'm looking forward to kind of cultivating that community. And then also, um, follow me on Instagram, uh, because I go live multiple times during the week. So, um, really good information to kind of help keep you motivated and inspired and giving you practical, um, step-by-step -step and practical things you can be doing right now in your business to kind of help you keep pressing forward with your full-time job. Absolutely. Cause I know there's so many of the people listening to this that are in that sort of weird space, right? That gray of, of deciding on when they're going to make that big leap. I am one of them for those of you that don't know, but definitely get inspired by listening to you. And I know that if you take a peek at some of those live streams, I can tell you there's going to be some energy there. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll definitely get your mind going and, and get you thinking a little bit more positively and all of those things. So hundred percent. Thank you, Nia. And thank I look forward you. to seeing what happens with your program. We'll have to check in after six months or so and see where you're at. Yes. I would love that. Thank you so much, Tracy. It's been a pleasure. And I've, I've just, if you are looking for anyone to help you in this capacity, Tracy is the way to go. She has been like a, a golden. So thank you. Thanks so much for saying, appreciate that.
If you like this episode, one of the best thank yous you can give me is to subscribe and leave me a review. Leaving a podcast review helps me get more reach and attract more listeners. And if you're ready to scale your course, I also have a free roadmap that you can download. This roadmap will give you access to my framework for scaling courses, what you need to do, what you need to consider, and even who you should include in the process. Check the show notes below. Thanks for listening.